Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. I'm joined here today by the head of sales at Team BC University, Mr. Mr. Alden Lawrence himself, the legend that you're all getting more familiar with from time to time. He's got the little scruff now, the, the little Dragon Ball Z kind of haircut. So he's he's doing it. Um, we wanted to come on and do a quick, uh, not really an interview, but just a discussion for you guys today. He's crushing it. Uh, so again, real quick before we start, Alden, for the people who may not know you yet, uh, let's do a quick introduction, then we'll dive right into the discussion. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, so my name's Alda and I'm a real estate agent over here in Raleigh, North Carolina. I started out um, as an ISA for about two years. Um, I actually joined Brian's coaching program before I became an ISA. Really spent the time studying and learning the skills because I knew it was going to be uh, vitally important for my success as an agent or whatever endeavor I end up uh, going down. And so um, did I say for two years, was on a team as a real estate agent for about a year and a half, um, did some transactions. And then in the past year, um, I joined Real Brokerage, uh, shout out to Real, uh, incredible company. And um, I've built, uh, I'll end up doing about uh, 20 transactions this year in my first year as an individual agent, 2021. Hell yeah, man. I love it. So basically uh, about two deals a month and uh, a couple things. So number one, uh, Th those deals, if we're going to talk, because this is one of the main focuses is, and this is what I love about like building your foundation um, on the right things. Number one, in my organization, you guys will find like he's the head of sales at Team BC. He's a, a current student and he's somebody who came up through the ranks through my stuff. That's what's unique to our operation, too, is the people who sell to you, the figures that I put out are from our own community. I'm not hiring outside people or VAs or ISAs to sell you something. I'm giving you the people here who were built up through it, right? So number two is you built it on the foundational stuff. So when we talk about like profitability, right? Let's give an estimate to the people how much GCI you think you'll make and then how much you've actually spent in like marketing and like all that other stuff, just so people can see your your percentage of profitability. <clears throat> yeah, so GCI on the 20 deals, I'll make about 190 probably. Um, roughly 190 and out of that 190 after expenses, fees, you know, photography doing, cause a majority of my business is a listing business. So you add in the marketing expenses, the fees and stuff. Um, I'll probably spend about 30, 35 K in marketing. Okay. Including my dollar and all these different things. Yeah. And that's everything, right? And, and yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible because that's under 20%. So your profitability is, is like 80 something percent, which is. Again, when we look at it, especially what's being marketed now, people buying leads and all this, this man is running paper thin in regards to his expenses, in regards to the profit that he's making, right? Because it's skilled based and it's we're moving into the market now where these things are more important. And I wanted to highlight it up front so people see the numbers. This isn't fluff. Only 10% of real estate agents are making six figures or more. And this man in his first year as a full-time agent is making double almost of 100K, right? Which is incredible, bro. So hats off to you. I know you're coming off your your biggest month, right? Uh, so you just are you in the process of closing them still, or is it you already closed four this month? Yeah, I ended up uh, closed the last one yesterday. Nice, so, bro. Yeah, so yeah. you give people, you know, like a gist, like what did that look like numbers wise? Was it all listings? Like what was the breakdown? Yeah, it was um, it was three listings and one buyer, and um, two one of them wasn't uh one of them was a referral two of them were expired listings and then um the other one was a buyer that i actually had uh, on the sell side that was closing out her buy deal in that month as well so 
um, as everybody says, real estate's a 90 day business. So, you know, even in the beginning, when I started building it roughly around November, um, you know, it takes a little bit of time to really get things going. And so, um, <clears throat> you know, I think it was, uh, I got my first listing at about nine, at about, um, maybe like 40, 45 days in, like I put my first listing on the market yeah. and then I had been doing a lot of prospecting about three hours a day doing prospecting. And, uh, cause I was actually working a part-time job at the time as well. And, um, after that, uh, 45 days, I think in the next 30 days, I ended up putting two more listings on the market and by my 90th mm -hmm. day mark, I had three closings on the, on the books. You know, that's awesome, bro. That's incredible. And uh, what, what I love about this is, like you mentioned in the beginning, this is all based on skill. So you prospected three hours a day. So would you say that's pretty much entirely the scope of what it took, again, over time, but for you to get these listings and, and get this business? So basically, I'm consistent. I show up every day, five days a week or, or more, you can tell us, and three hours a day of prospecting. Was that basically the, the foundation? <clears throat> yeah, that was it, man. And, and looking back, you know, I, I always, again, knew that if you can have conversations with people, because there's really not a lot of difference between somebody who's brand new and then, you know, these very advanced agents that are doing a lot of that are doing a lot of deals. I mean, some of these top agents and top teams have massive marketing budgets they're pushing out. But I can almost guarantee you if you go back and ask all of these people how they started their business, it was mm -hmm. on the phone. You have to like I it blows my mind when I talk to real estate agents, how many people want to avoid the phone because how else are you going to talk to people? And if you want to get deals, it's very simple. You talk to people, you set the appointments, you go on the appointments, and then you negotiate the deals. The, the three money-making activities or three income-producing activities, um, contacts, negotiating contracts, and going on appointments. It's really that simple. A lot of people want to complicate the real estate business, but um, at the end of the day, it's how many people are you talking to on a daily basis? And if you do that, even in you know what everybody would say is a downward market where everybody seems to be struggling and everybody's business seems to be down mm -hmm. um just through conversations i was able to build a you know six-figure real estate business from scratch without referrals without a sphere of influence and without everything everybody thinks they need to build a real uh you know a big real estate business yeah and i know especially now that i've really put you to the forefront and you're pushing your stuff and you're being active on social media i would assume at this point especially with me interviewing you're having people reach out i know on the back end for like team bc university you're calling people and you're scheduling appointments and we're getting people on like the real estate agogi distinguished agent and like you said you're having all these conversations and and everybody's looking for everything except what you just said basically right oh 100 it's like if you really get down to the nitty gritty of people's day, it's like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you spending your time doing? Um, and you know, it's just excuse after excuse after excuse of why somebody's struggling or why their business is down. When the answer is right in front of people, the answer is right in front of you. you all you do is just pick up the phone. It's just, um, nobody wants to do the hard work up front. And I always knew, you know, a lot of people are looking for that unique, uh, value proposition to separate yourself. Your unique value proposition is putting the work up front, building the skills so you can have more effective conversations with these people. Because even, you know, I just closed out on two deals this past week, two of the four. And I asked the people, I said, you know, because um, both of these expired listings, you know, they're getting tons of phone calls and they only had conversations with me. And they told me that. And I was like, well, why is it? And they were like, I, 
I can't really put my finger on it, but it's it's what you said and it's how you said it that made me really want to um, meet with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, out of all these calls, because these people are getting calls, not only the first day their house comes off the market, but every single day, like people are constantly reaching out to these people. And for them to only want to meet with me, like, what is it? Right. And, but it's nothing crazy. I'm nothing special. I didn't come from a sales background. I just spent the time and the effort learning the skills that will yeah. essentially pay off the rest of my life. And, it, you know, it takes a few short years or two for you to really um, you know, set yourself up for the rest of your life. Yet people still will not spend that time and effort building that foundation. And it's yeah. really sad to me. Now, do you think it's because um, and I'll throw a couple of things at you. People really don't think they can build the skills. Do you think they truly believe in their heart of hearts? It doesn't work. Do you think people are just lazy? Because I want to unpack this subject for a couple of minutes. But if you could put your finger on it, like putting aside all the fluff and the stories and people's emotions, but what do you think is the real reason that stops people from from kind of embracing just this base? Because it's not we're not giving them Einstein's uh, theory of relativity or the 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 you know the formula for gravity here. You know that's like complicated. We're just saying, hey, dude, right? This is a business where you have to talk to people. It's a contact sport. Go door to door do open houses, go on the street, cold call, however you want to have an actual conversation with somebody and just go do it. And it's simple. Yeah, you have the emotions and all that. I get it. But again, if you could put your finger on it now that you've kind of talked to a lot of people like me, you've had some success. What do you really think it is if you were to give your like educated guess? Well, I think it's two things, really. I think it is very difficult for a lot of people to sit down and do the, the monotonous, boring activities. Like I think people's attention spans are just very short these days with all the, the shit we're bombarded with on, yeah. you know, TikTok, social medias and everything just about that next quick, you know, that quick fix. So I think it's that they're not willing to sit down and memorize the scripts, but then when they do, there is that, that I don't even want to call it a steep learning curve, but there is that learning curve that you have to go through where you will get on the phone and you will, get hung up on you will get rejected you will get told to f off and i think that people just they haven't done enough um hard activities in their entire life so when they're not good at something in the beginning which nobody's good at anything in the beginning you can't be you've never done it before yeah um they're not willing to to go through that learning curve and push themselves um and and take that rejection up front to be able to get over the hump of actually you know becoming proficient and becoming skilled in activity. And I think a lot of that boils down to um, a little bit of lack of self-belief as well. Maybe they've never actually succeeded in anything in their life before. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe they've never built a skill before. And so when they, you know, get shut down in the beginning, they feel like, you know, maybe this is not for them. Maybe they're not able to do it when really all you have to do is just keep going and you will get better at it. You will improve at it. And you will learn the skill, but people are not willing to to push themselves past that learning curve. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I believe those are like probably the two biggest factors. And just so we're clear, because I've said this before, you can't cheat that process, right? You can't cheat the process. It has to be done. So what's your message to people then in regards to that? Because we talk to people every day and they want to cheat the process or they'll give an elaborate story about why they think they can or how they can avoid this subject matter entirely, right? Yeah, man, it's just persistence. Like you have to, you know, as cliche as it sounds, you have to know what you want. I mean, 
my I would say my my vision for myself was not always like super crystal clear. However, I knew what direction I wanted to head into. And I knew that in order for me to be able to get to the lifestyle and the path that I want to live, I have to learn the sales skills. I really, in my mind, like I can't fathom another direction. It's like if I don't have the skills, how am I going to get the business? Like it, I can't without the skills, I can't even fathom like being able to get deals. So I always knew if I, you know, and I, you see a lot of people, right? Successful people who are living the life that you want to live. And what do they have? They've, they've developed themselves. They've worked on themselves. They have the skills. They've built the emotional strength and stability from going through the tough things. It's like, it's really just the blueprint to success. Yet it's laid out for people, but nobody wants to follow it. You know, yeah. they, they know it's there and they know it, but it's difficult and, most people, again, it's it's the fact that, in my opinion, most people aren't willing to go through the hard stuff in order to get to the other side. Yeah, and this is basic business, guys. Like you need, like you need to be able to interact with your customer because let's say you want to be a CEO or grow anything, you know, you have to build it up from that point, right? And I think a lot of people want to skip it because they think they can build this team and hire employees and skip all that stuff. It's like, dude, you need to know your organization and every role within the organization. Like pretty much, unless we're talking like admin and that kind of stuff, which even then you're going to have some sort of experience with. But here's the next question, bro. Someone's like, okay, they're scared, whatever. What would you recommend in ways for them to facilitate the growth in that and to maybe shorten the learning curve, compress that time period for them to build that skill set? What would be like some of the things that you would recommend to them? Um, so I guess two, two points there. And you said to uh, repeat the question. I feel like you deal with two questions in there. Well, really, it's just, okay, all then they come to you, all then, all right, I'm willing to do it. What are some things that I can do to maybe potentially accelerate this process and build my skills at a more rapid rate and shorten that pain period, potentially? What would you recommend? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I can, I guess I could give you one answer and then I'll, I'll kind of just, before I do, I'll share with what I, the, the route that I took. And I feel like, um, again, this comes down to knowing what you want, right? When I was, uh, when I was first getting started in sales, I, I mean, I'm as afraid of, you know, picking up the phone and making the call as everybody else is, but I knew that I had to do that. And so what I did was I forced myself to, to, I forced myself in that situation by becoming an ISA. Number one, I needed the money, the salary to be able to live in the city that I'm living in. Mm -hmm. But also I knew that I wasn't going to be able to make myself and force myself pick, to pick up the phone every day and make those calls. Cause I mean, shit, just to be honest, it's uncomfortable. It is in the beginning. Nobody's going to like it. You're always going to have that resistance. So I forced myself, if I want to, you know, uh, be able to afford a roof over my head, I have to pick mm -hmm. up the phone and make calls. And after about, you know, it was probably a six month period. I remember specifically picking up the phone and realizing, oh shit, the emotion faded away. And then it became a lot easier for me to continue to do it. So putting, forcing yourself in the situation for whatever it is that you want in life um, and giving yourself no other choice, I guess as Tony Robbins would call it, uh, burn the bridges yep. is, you know, I feel like what a lot of people need to do because most people are not willing to, based on, you know, a lot of the people I've talked to are not willing to um, put in that effort themselves. Yep. So you have to give yourself no other choice. So that would be one thing. Um, you know, the other thing really is just, if I were to give like a, maybe a more simple answer, it's really just a lack of perspective. If I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself, oh, I have to be perfect on this conversation. I have to, I can't mess up. These people aren't going to hear me. 
if I just look at it more of a convert as a conversation, just a subtle shift in perspective, it becomes a lot easier. These are just normal people who are trying to sell their house. If I just shift it and look at it from a different perspective as, hey, man, you know, let's just have a conversation. I'll ask some basic questions. I'll figure out the situation and I'll see if I can even help them in the first place. Well, it takes the pressure off of everything. Yep. And so but here's here's an interesting thing, too, is and I hear a lot of advice that, uh, you know, a lot of advice that, that people get from agents. You have to find people who have what you want and be able to learn from them because a lot of these people that you know advice out here, hey, you know, if you want to you want to win this listing, discount your commission to uh, you know three and a half percent so you can win the listing. When at the same time, somebody else, you know, maybe you learn from a different person, hey, say these things and you can take the listing at six percent. Why would I not choose the person that you know gives yeah. me the better outcome? Yet people will stick around people that are giving them bad advice and then wonder why or can't figure out why they're not able to get ahead in their business and in their life. Yeah. And I think that also comes down to like, you know, who you're really paying attention to and who you're learning from, like you said. And a lot of people are just not willing to commit or they'll. And this is the classic one that, that I say, and I, I would be curious to hear your opinion on it. They take what's given to them and they won't go after something that requires either more effort, more time, more money, resources, et cetera, et cetera. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100 percent, man, 100 percent. I just for me, it's like, um, you know, the basic stuff that you get, you know, I started off with uh, a company that provides training, right? I'm sure everybody knows which company that is. Um, and I went through all the, the classes and the, the basic training that they had, and I didn't really understand anything. It's almost like um, it's almost like taking a, you know, the, the class or, or buying a textbook and reading the textbook. Right. You get basic information, but you're not able to actually learn how to uh, you know apply the information and, and yeah. take it and actually utilize it versus, you know, actually getting around somebody who, you know, has the skills that you want, has the perspectives that you want, because life is really not that complicated. You again, it's like and I boil down to all and this stuff. what is it about that, Alden? I know I'm interrupting you, but like, no, why not. do you think people can't make that connection? Like, let's say it's you. Well, I'm going to go learn from Alden. Well, you know, if I learn from him and I get on the lectures and do that stuff, like, why do you think they look at that like it's not going to help them or they don't really see the value in it? Because I feel like in our industry, especially I see this elsewhere, too, but especially in real estate, there's almost like this disconnect where they look at like coaching or mentorship, whatever word we buzzword we want to use almost as like BS or it's not going to help me or they start to nitpick it. You know what I mean? Like, wh wh why do you think that is? Like, wh what do you think the disconnect is from what you just said? Because it's obvious. Let me get around you, get closer to you. I'm going to learn more. To me, that's obvious. Why do you think there's such a, a harsh disconnect there for mo most people? Yeah, I think really just everybody's looking for that that uh, magic bullet. And I think it's as simple as that. Nobody, when they know that things are going to be difficult and you have to go through that process, they just don't want to do it. And I, and I really think it's that simple. I think they're looking for the easy route. Hey, maybe I can post this or maybe I can, you know, sit down and, you know, call my sphere of influence once and all the deals are going to fall in my lap. When <laughs> the reality is none of that. There's a reason that 90% of real estate agents fail and it's because yeah. real estate agents don't treat their business like a business. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, to circle back to, to skills, even if people use other routes to potentially get business, it all falls back to your skill level. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I, like even this year when my, my 2021 deals that I'll do, it's just all been based off simple conversations with people. 
and it's 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 just it's just that simple for you but not other people right so like as as an example uh you would say if 10 people call or door knock or whatever right they have a conversation the average agent how many if you were to put a number on it right from one to ten how many would you say aren't proficient enough to even really get past that introduction especially if they get resistance i would say probably nine out of ten in the beginning um because you you have to learn like there's certain techniques and and understandings that you have to have and just fundamental sales principles that you have to follow in order to be able to replicate that result you know over and over again you can't argue with people you can't make other people wrong you have to be able to create that unconscious rapport so while you know they're hanging up on everybody else you're the one that gets through the conversation and here's at the end of the call well i just can't quite figure out why i'm still talking to you i hung up on everybody else but there's there's just something about you that that I don't know that I like boom. And, and you can, if you can learn how to create that effect, which everybody can, cause it's just communication skills. Yep. Then these are things that can never be taken away from you. And the interesting part is what you're describing there is hidden. Meaning if you're losing those opportunities, you don't even know. Cause the people who are listing with you, if the other people calling or contacting them can't get past the introduction, they don't know if that's a lead or not. So there's lost money in what they can measure potentially like somebody they had on like you know the hook right that they lost but then there's all these that are hidden to them where they could be losing 1500 200 300 000 a year if they're talking to people and they won't even know and that i think is one of many reasons people are just oblivious to the stuff is maybe if we were to have like one of those um you know genie lamps and we can say hey genie how much money has so-and-so lost in the last three to six months and they gave them that number and they could see it I think they would just like break down and probably cry. What do yeah. you think? Oh, hundred percent. I was going to say something like that too. Um, yeah. And, and I, I agree, man. It's, a, you know, and even, you know, if you, a lot of people, they'll tell you to ask for feedback from your clients, right? Oh, you're maybe you call the listing. You didn't get the listing appointment to go yeah. call them and ask for feedback. A lot of times people are not going to give you honest answers. So if you don't understand these things, yep. you don't know where you went wrong. If you don't, if you didn't understand that you were, giving off nervous energy and that caused the objection for them to ask you how many deals you close at the appointment. Yep. You're never going to be able to figure this out if you don't understand the information because yeah. they're just going to tell you that, Oh, well, we just like the other agent. They felt right. It's a, it's all a feeling. Can you create that feeling that allows them to know, like, and trust you over and over again? And if you can, hmm. then you will get yeah. you know, as much business as you want. Yeah. And the cool thing is what you just said is a magic ticket for somebody who's new. That's that's your way in. You don't need massive experience to start getting deals now. I mean, I even think of Jordan in our group who joined the Agagi, which is like a very starter basic program that I created for people who do give all these. I don't trust this. I'm not sure I don't have money. And within 30 days, dude, with zero experience, zero sales experience. I mean, the kid probably didn't even own a suit. And within 30 days, he got a <laughs> listing and he set two more listing appointments. Right. So I'm curious to see what he says on Sunday on the lecture, if he got those other two or if he went on those appointments. But I mean, it doesn't take long. And this is a kid with zero experience. What is he, 19, 18, 20 years old? Like he's really yeah. young. Looks like he could be somebody's son. Right. <laughs> and he's out there getting listings. And that's the beauty of this is anybody can learn it. Anybody can. So as we wrap up, dude, and then we're going to continue and I'm going to, you know, do some stuff and some videos and some role plays with Alden as we release more content. Um, you know, if you want to wrap up any maybe last words of wisdom, or if there's anything you want to recommend to people uh, before we go. Yeah, man. Um, 
I mean, just to wrap up, it's in my opinion, if you really want to have success in the real estate business, you really need to prioritize the conversation. And I know a lot of people don't like the idea of sales or being salesy, but a good salesperson, you know, I hear whenever I hear people's opinion on sales, it's it's uh, it's from people well, who aren't in sales. It's from people who aren't in sales. And it's all these ideas of bad salespeople <laughs> tactics. When in reality, the good salespeople, they create the perfect effect on people to where you're likable, you're helping them get what they want, you're not pushy if you don't need to be. But if somebody needs a little push, you will push them over the edge. And mm -hmm. in a lot of cases, the, the, the clients will thank you for it. And yeah. so if you really learn to focus on and study at your sales skills and just master, again, the fundamentals, the foundation, you can really go as far as you want in the real estate business, but you have to make it a priority. Yeah. yeah. When I look at that, bro, it's like, dude, men like me, kids like me, women like me, who wouldn't want that ability, right? And that's all sales and communication and it can be learned. But again, you have to prioritize it like Alden said. All right. So um, I'll drop, you know, some of your links below as well, Alden, if you want to come on Facebook as well. And when we post this like on YouTube and all the other stuff, if you want to like comment, you know, people want to set up a call with you just to chat. Uh, your Instagram and that kind of stuff. If people want to reach out, I think that would be cool. But uh, thanks for coming on, bro. Because, you know, I like featuring Alden because, you know, he walks the walk and he talks the talk simultaneously, right? And his results just are, are obvious and he keeps doing better and better and better and better. So kudos to you, man. I appreciate the invite, man. Thanks for having me. All right, me. brother. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace out, everybody.